everyone, and welcome to Adventures into Odyssey. I'm Wyatt Jackson. And I'm Devin Marshall. And today, we're reviewing a very interesting episode. It's called Episode 85, You Go to School Where? Hey everyone, today we're in for a special treat. <laughs> uh, so, we're as we talked briefly mentioned it on our last episode that we were going to do a lost episode, and um, we have a lot to talk about. So <laughs> let's get into it. So before I get into the, so it was written and directed by Phil Lawler, and it originally aired in September sixteenth, nineteen eighty nine. So I think this is actually the earliest episode we've covered. Mm-hmm. I think last in a long line was the second one I covered, but both yeah, of us. Yeah, that one was fifth. No, that, that that one. Yeah, that. So this is quite a while before I think. Yeah, yeah. This was so, one of the f- earliest episodes probably made because it was 1989 and they started like they started in '88, but they also made a whole bunch. Like they were airing an episode a week back then, which yeah. is crazy (laughs) that explains why this episode is how it is (laughs) yeah um so before we get into the plot and all that we're going to discuss the background so as i said it was written and directed by phil lawler and basically adventures in odyssey has completely dis like what's the word they've completely disowned this episode from pretty much anywhere even the story lawler did too oh yeah phil lawler is very he he regrets writing this script (laughs) so the story is they received a lot, lots of letters from homeschoolers saying, hey, why don't you have, like, an episode talking about homeschoolers? And so Phil was like, okay, well, I guess I could write something like that. So Phil Lawler goes and he writes a script all about homeschoolers. Okay? But the thing is, because it was 1989 and it's before the internet, he didn't really know that much about homeschoolers. and so He had never homeschooled himself he, or been homeschooled, so he was a little bit ignorant yeah. on the matter. Well, yeah, he, 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 he got what research from, like, libraries, I suppose. But back in the 80s, homeschooling was, like, kind of the brand new thing. Kind of, yeah. And so, yeah. And so there's a lot of things about homeschooling that aren't accurate. I don't really care about those. Like, we'll talk about them. What what more? In my, in my mind, what brings the episode down more is just the cringe factor overall. Yeah. Like, this is a cringy episode. If not about not talking about the homeschooling, this episode is cringy, and there are a lot of parts where I'm like, oh, oh. So, really, everything yeah. here is cringy too. Yeah. So anyway, with that back with that background out of the way, um, let's talk about the cast. Yeah. So we have a we have a huge cast here, like it's massive, and so we're just gonna go through this fairly quickly. Uh, we got the famous Robin Jacobs, voiced by Sage Bolte. We got Esther Langford, voiced by Esther Kay. Then we got Dale Jacobs, voiced by Phil Lawler. Helen Langford, voiced by May Keller. May Keller, sorry. Blah. And we got Hal Smith, returning again for John Whitaker. And we got Martha, one of the random girls in the school, voiced by Brooke Bezalene. Belessi, I think. Is that spelled Belessi? Yeah, Belessi. Yeah. And we got Bob Luttrell learn, returning as the fire chief. 
got Lori, voiced by Aaron Bolte, Chuck Bolte's uh, daughter, I think, yeah. who later goes on to play Melanie Jacobs, which is interesting. We got Mr. Burke, one of the teachers, voiced by Rob Gregory. Dan Bryant, the music director, voiced by Perry Moore. <laughs> Harry, voiced by Dave Arnold, who another Odyssey uh, guy. And we got Mrs. McGillicuddy. <laughs> I still don't think that's the last name. Voiced by Rosemary no. Morton. And then, I don't know where this is, but it says the librarian is voiced by Phil Lawler. Yeah. But, oh, maybe that's the person that says shh yeah. to Chris at the very beginning. Yeah. which I still don't know why that is a credit, and that's like... <laughs> it was a very small thing. It was a very small like, part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shh, shh. Yeah. I don't even know why that's on there, but okay, whatever. So, um, yeah, the episode, so, oh, we, we need to play the promo. So I don't know how this episode has a promo. It aired once and then it was taken off permanently, but we still got a promo. Well, I guess they thought that maybe it'd do well and it really didn't. <laughs> so, oh, I know, I know why. I know why. Cause, uh, Lee Asim got like the, fl- the flash die for all AO, like the adventures, not a thief. Thing. Oh yeah. So yeah, they yeah. probably had this promo and put it on there. So. Anyway, we have the promo for this episode, <laughs> and um, folks, it's an interesting one, so we are going to play it right now. Hello, boys and girls. I'm Mr. Bryant, the music director for uh, this school district. Coming up on Adventures in Odyssey, it's back to school time in Campbell County. Only Esther Langford isn't enrolling at Odyssey Elementary. There's sure is a lot to get used to. Where is she going? You actually get to stay home? Yes. And your mom and dad don't care? Next time on Adventures in Odyssey. All right, so that was the promo. It's a bunch of clips from the episode and the narrator, the good yep. old-time narrator. So, Really only as bad as the episodes, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're getting into the episode. You've heard the promo. How bad can the episode get? <laughs> so yeah. the episode starts, and it's like Chris in the library with Phil Lawler, the librarian, apparently. And, you know, we get the good old nostalgic theme for Adventures in Odyssey. The very long theme. The very long theme, which all the early episodes have. And it's like, oh, this brings back so many memories. <laughs> Along with, like, the weird Chris intros where she's, like, talking. Where it's a story thing. Yeah. It, it's not really much of a story here. But anyway, so she's, no. she comes back and she's in the library and she's like, everyone's in the library doing their schoolwork. But not everyone is there doing their school assignments. And in this episode, Robin and Jake... Robin and Esther are going to learn all about school. I know it sounds confusing, but bear with me here. So that's kind of the... It's not really a story. Some of them are much better. And then Phil Oller shushes her again after that. Shh! Oh, sorry! It wasn't very obvious that she was in the library until there was the shush. Yeah, it's true. Like, it was like, we're in a library, but... Yeah. There wasn't really anything showing it. And then the user's like, Sorry. And you're like, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> a library? Everybody be quiet. Everybody be quiet. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's kind of the intro to the episode, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> uh, let's go to the first scene. So there's a total. I think it's like a total of, oh, yeah, 11 scenes in this episode. So, yeah. Anyway, so the first scene's at Wit's End and Chris's. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't write down what Chris said, but she said something. <laughs> She's like, here we go. Yeah, she's like, 
Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so there's this really weird trope in the episode of Lori, this girl, spilling her milkshake and, like, hot fudge sundae. And it's just for laughs, basically. Mm-hmm. So when we go, Lori's apologizing to Mr. Whitaker for spilling her milkshake. And it was like, oh, ho, ho, it's okay. Just make sure that you put it on the... Set it down before arm wrestling with Ted Robinson. I'm like, wait a minute. So she's drinking a milkshake in one hand and she's arm wrestling with this kid in the other hand. It's like, <laughs> she's too good. <laughs> she's too good. <laughs> she's flexing. <laughs> and then she drops it. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so this girl, Butterfingers, and she, she keeps dropping her milkshake. And then Dale and Robin Jacobs come in. And they are here for their time-honored, recently established tradition of a back-to-school milkshake. And so Wit and Dale, Wit's like, ha, 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 well, far be it from me to interrupt a tradition so time-honored. And so anyway, <laughs> he's making the milkshake, and Dale's talking to Wit about work, and Dale's like, ah, I'm in between columns. I can't think of what to write next. And Wit's like, well, you know, you could um, write about Wit's end. And Dale's like, are you kidding I've written about this place so many times that my editor thinks I own stock in it, which, wow, how many times has he written about <laughs> which end? <laughs> wow. It is a fair metaphor, though. Yeah, it's a good It's a good metaphor. It's just like, wow, Dale. He's like, which <laughs> Also, how many things can Dale write about which end? Like, which end? There's the Bible room, and here's the train set, the biggest in the county. The imagination station. <laughs> Next week, another segment on which ends. Next, <laughs> the Wits and Weekly. <laughs> the Wits and Weekly. Oh, he's such a good newspaper. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, Robin. So Wit, like, so then Wit asked Robin about her school. About like her school. He's like, "Do you like it?" She's like, "No." And, like, <laughs> and Wit's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Like, who's your teacher? She's like, "Well, it's Mister Moore. He just teaches the same old stuff." And. It's like, oh, yeah, well, he's a good teacher, da-da-da-da-da. And then Robin's like, yeah, but, you know, it would be cool if they could teach what they taught at that new school, Langford Elementary. (laughs) And Wet and Dale are like, huh, Langford Elementary. And they're like, well, there there can't be a school called that because there's been no mention of in the city council or whatever. Robin Mm -hmm. says, oh, she's like, oh, but I know someone who goes there. Her name is... And then she walks through the door and Robin's like, Esther! You know, because coincidental timing. So anyway, yeah. Esther and her mom, Helen, are there to visit Wits End. And they all greet each other. Then Helen's like, or the, then the mom's like, oh, I'm Helen Langford. And they're all like, Langford? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all say it at the exact same time. And Wits like, oh, it appears that your last name is the name of a new school. And Mrs. Langford's like, oh, <laughs> I know why that is. <laughs> Esther. And so she's like, well, you know, it's a name that Esther came up with for her home. You see, she's gasp homeschooled. <gasps> what? <laughs> Imposterous. <laughs> well, Dale's Imposterous, like, really? And it's like, well, that's very interesting. <laughs> and Robin's like, homeschooled? What's that? And so, you know, Dale's like, well, I mean, she, she learned at home instead of at a real, or, um, a formal, or, um, uh, uh, and, you know, he completely loses his words and. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> Mrs. Langford's like, oh, it's fine. We don't get offended easy. Da, 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 da. And Robin's like, you actually get to stay home and your parents don't care. 
And she's like, Robin's just like so enthralled with the concept of homeschooling. I don't know anyone's ever reacted to me saying that I'm homeschooled that way. Be like, you get to stay home. Yeah. <laughs> but, but keep in mind that this was in the 80s when like virtually everyone went to a public school. True. But yeah, it's still kind of funny listening to it 2020, especially when homeschooling's <laughs> on the rise because of like COVID and all that. Yeah, because so pretty much everyone was homeschooled yeah. for the last part of last year. Because now when I tell anyone I'm homeschooled, they're all like, oh, cool. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Whereas before, like before this all happened, they'd be like, oh, okay. But now they're all like, really? <laughs> but any- mm-hmm. anyway, that's getting off the point. <laughs> so <laughs> Robin's like, how can I get in on this? And so it's like, ha, 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 go show Esther around the shop. And so Robin and Esther kind of go, and Dale just completely flips out again. He's like, oh, Robin's always e- interested in taking the easy way out. Uh, not that homeschooling's <laughs> the easy Oh, brother, I did it again. So, yeah, Dale doesn't really know how to respond to the homeschooling parts, which is kind of funny because... Which, it, it is a common thing to, like, talk about homeschool and be like, well, that's not a real school thing. It's not like, a I real school, people but, call it that. Yeah, it's, it's true. But I, I'd say since the 80s, homeschooling has definitely grown in popularity more than like yeah. people. In most situations. In most yeah. situations. I, I'd say more in the U.S. than in Canada, but I mean, still in Canada somewhat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, and then it's like, I've read about people who have homeschooled, but I've never met anyone until now. <laughs> I thought that Whit homeschooled his kids. I thought there was something uh, about that. I don't think so. I believe they went to public school. Hmm. But yeah, I could have sworn there's something about that in Maybe. Adventures in Odyssey. I, I I haven't listened to the young like earlier Mister like wit episodes in a while, but mm-hmm. maybe in like the Jerry episode because he was a teacher. He was a teacher. But he was yeah. I guess I don't know. Yeah, wit is insane. The amount of things he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Airline pilot, teacher. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> a semi truck driver. <laughs> yeah but anyway it's a lot of things it's a, yeah what's what's crazy <laughs> he's like a superhuman so anyway they're talking all about homeschooling and helen's like oh yeah esther was saying that she wanted to see what things were like in a real school and dale's like jokingly hey maybe they could switch places and it was like ha 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 wait a minute why can't they <laughs> and dale's like why can't they what which is weird because dale just said it <laughs> but Dale's yeah, like switch places, true. like what's like switch places. They could both keep a journal of what they do that day, and then Dale could take them as write them as his next column. Wow, <laughs> which I guess is kind of like the episode The Switch this, uh, from A Date with Dad. But, yeah, I, I'm fine with sw- like Robin and Esther switching. It's just that Dale writing that as his column is kind of like really. But I mean, I guess... Is that all you got, man? <laughs> I mean, I guess homeschooling was like the new thing and everyone's like, wow. I guess it would be an interesting topic for people who didn't know yeah. about it, but... So Dale... In the common age, it wouldn't be that interesting. Yeah, true. And today, it's like, well, duh, many people do it. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so D- what's, what convinces Dale, he's like, I could pull a few strings at the school, you know, I got connections. And Dale's like, okay. <laughs> of course it does. And then they... They never really get Mrs. Langford's approval, which I just think is funny. Because Dale <laughs> says to Mrs. Langford, do you think you could handle my daughter? And she's like, well, I'm sure I could. And it's like, all right, terrific. But the thing is, <laughs> cool. it would be like, it would be, if Dale's like, you think you could handle my daughter? She's like, well, no. I mean, that would be rude. She wouldn't say that. 
But she never said she... <laughs> no, I don't think so. She never said she agreed to it, which I think is funny that they just assumed. She, All right, well, the plan's on. <laughs> All right, well, Okay, well, yeah. So... Yeah. And then Lori, the amazing girl, does it again. She spills her milkshake and the table, which... Woohoo! Good job, Lori. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you take the next scene here. So, yeah, then we segue back to, uh, not back to, but to Dale's room. It's a pretty um, short scene. And he's, um, he just finished writing the article. So it, I guess it's from the future. Um, yeah, it's from the, and yeah. So pretty much he wrote the article. It's about the journals of two young girls who had the opportunity to experience different schools. Uh, so pretty much it's just he wrote. Everything that happened <laughs> yeah. for the episode. He's kind of narrating it uh-huh. from this point on. It's actually um, a pretty good plot device, though, to have like him write the article, then read it, and it doesn't, like, it's not, like, undo. Like, he's just reading it, and we get the finished product, so. Yeah, they did the same thing with uh, the basketball one in Album 21. Yeah, that's um, true. Uh, what was whatever the, what that one was called? called? I can't remember. Was it the Fundamentals? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> I haven't I listened like to album like 21 that. in ages. But, yeah, anyway, he did the same thing with that. Mm-hmm. But basically, he wrote the article. It was from the perspective of the two girls. Um, not from the perspective, but talking about what happened right? Um, in both of their situations. Um, it's not intended to foster undue competition between the two schools, he explains. And then he pretty much starts... Um, Basically reading out the article that he wrote. Right. So 8 a.m., Esther gets dropped off at the school, and all the kids are playing a game called Nation Ball, which... Totally heard of it. Huh? Have you heard I've of it? I've totally heard of it. You've totally <laughs> heard of it? Okay, I haven't. I haven't. Um, <laughs> For sure. There's no sarcasm there. Oh, I see. <laughs> totally yeah. heard of it. <laughs> so anyway, Esther's like... Oh, so this kid named Marjorie... Uh, Marjorie comes up and she's like, hey, toss me the ball. And it's just like, okay. And so she does. And she's like, what's this game? And the girl's like, you're kidding. Never heard of Nation Ball. I'm like, I've never heard of Nation Ball. <laughs> are you kidding? It's the biggest thing. Come it's on. the biggest thing. So anyway, <laughs> they are about to, Esther's about to play. And then the bell rings and they all go, start to go in. And Esther's like, what? What's that? And the girl's like, you're kidding. You've never Doesn't heard even of know what bell? the bell is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And so anyway, they're going inside, and it's just like, boy, there's sure a lot of things to get used to. <laughs> so, yeah. And then we go to the next scene in the Langford home. Yeah. So this <laughs> this scene is uh, it, it's special. So um, Robin arrives at the Langford home, and she's, she's like, where are the desks? Yeah. <laughs> and the mom's just like, uh... <laughs> No desks. No desks. And so Robin's like, what? I'm the only kid? Yeah. Like, does she have no clue at all what homeschooling is? <laughs> no She doesn't. Like, she actually doesn't. Where are the other neighborhood kids? Come on. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, she's like, so I'm the only kid? What is this? And then um, she wants to know what they'll be doing first. Like, she's like, math, science, English? What are we doing? And then Mrs. Langford's like, well... I thought we'd start the time out with just a little talk. <laughs> Which, talk. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, so I was so I was talking to my mom about the, like this episode earlier, mm-hmm. and I was like, "So you homeschooled me and my siblings?" She's like, "Are you kidding?" I, I was like, "What do you think of this 
concept of talking. And my mom was like, are you kidding? I have so much work to do in a day. I, I can't talk. It's so dumb. Yeah. Like, I get that some moms do this because they're trying to have a relationship with their kid. But, the but thing- like, you don't need that. Like, that's kind of a fake relationship thing. And as the kid would get older, they would be like, okay, this is really kind of lame. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know. Just having, like, a better relationship with a kid would be better than just being like, well, also, so tell me about your day before it's even happened. Like, you know? I know. Oh, no. Her, her question was, so what new or interesting things have happened in your life? <laughs> yeah. Um, I brushed my teeth. I had a piece of toast. Some cereal. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> what? And, okay. Uh, yeah. So keep going. <laughs> it's It's weird. Yeah. I've never heard so, of anyone in my broad range of homeschooling friends do this before. No, I don't like I don't think most people would unless it was just like before they start school the mom's just like, "So, like anything new and interesting happen?" and the kids like, "Not really." And then they just yeah. go ahead with school. But like But it's it's weird that she's like, "Well, we'll get to math and English in a little bit, but first just let's Just a little talk. bit. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, you there's some really weird things that happen in this scene, so Keep, yeah. yeah. Keep saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, okay, so I'm I'm confused at where I am now. Oh, she's like, uh, so, so she she's like, uh, about Mrs. Langford wants to, to talk to Robin about anything that's happened. Oh, yeah. Or, like, like, to her. Just tell me anything that's happened to you, anything at all. And then Robin's like, uh, like, I don't know, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm being homeschooled for a day. That's probably the most interesting thing, like. Oh. Yeah. So then, uh, basically, Mrs. Langford presses her. She's like, there's got to be something. Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's got to be something. Uh-huh. This is where the scene gets weird. <laughs> and then Robin becomes horrible at grammar and speech, like, totally. Yeah. Um, which is very purposeful in the writer's like, yeah. department there because it, they're trying to make it sound worse. But anyway. It's, so, yeah. Robin's like, I, I beat, beat my friend Marjorie yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> Mrs. Langford's like, you did? <laughs> She's just freaked out. Yeah. And then Robin's like, most of the time she beats me, but yesterday I beat her good. She was red. Oh, yeah. No, Robin's like, she was red. Yeah. And then, oh, I have to sit. Mrs. Langford's like, red? Yeah. It's like so weird dialect. Yeah. Most of the time she beats me, but yesterday I beat her good. She was red. Red? Yep. And then Robin's like, she started out by jumping me, but then I turned around and jumped her and beat her good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Mrs. Langford's just like, you actually beat her? Yep. She started out by jumping me, but then I turned around and jumped her and beat her good. You actually jumped her and beat her? And Robin's like, Sure. How else are you going to win at a game of checkers? Like, <laughs> oh my, yeah. <laughs> no it's, one would talk about it that way in real life. Oh no, whatever. This is, like, okay, yeah. So it, it. So anyway, they start the miss. Oh, Mrs. Langford's like. Perhaps some math problems would be best. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, I I think the bet the it's it sounds like very scripted. And mm-hmm. I think the better way would if Robin to say, "I beat my friend Marjorie in checkers yesterday." But well, she's yeah, just, that's just, how most people I beat say my, it. Yeah, but just her saying, "I beat my friend Marjorie yesterday," 
it's it's very unnatural. It's cringe, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> listening to the whole thing, it just sounds so unnatural and fake. And I don't want to be too hard in the episode, but it kind of deserves it. And also, I don't know what grade Robin's supposed to be in, but uh, we find out that she's in a different grade than Esther. Which would make things different for um, Mrs. Langford, but whatever. Well, uh, yeah. She's not even but, using a curriculum. No, but, like, that's another thing that's so unrealistic about this is Mrs. Langford is just like, let's do some math questions. And it's like, are you just going to be like, so, what's 80 times 4? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, we will uh, get into that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we will talk about that. <laughs> I think that's the next scene you're doing, actually. Okay. Anyway, I'm at Odyssey Elementary right now. So Esther's, like, looking at the schedule. Mr. Burke. Not Mr. Moore. Mr. Burke. Mm -hmm. So I think... I don't know why, like, it's not Mr. Moore, because... Substitute teacher for the one day that she's in. Or either that Esther's in, like, a lower grader. She sounds almost almost younger than Robin. Maybe she's, like, a, a year... Okay, that's fine. Anyway... So she's looking at the schedule Mr. Burke wrote on the blackboard, which blackboard because it's the 80s. And so yeah. Esther's shocked at the amount of stuff they're going to be doing. Then Mr. Burke comes and kind of rushes her along to her seat, claiming that they're going to have a very busy day and that there's an assembly later. So the sooner you take your seat, the better. Like, we, the sooner we can start and da 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 da. Then Esther's like, Mr. Burke, when will we have a time to talk? <laughs> and Mr. Burke has the best reaction. He's like, talk? <laughs> and Mr. he says, she's like, yeah, about something new or interesting that's happened to us. It's like, Esther, are you really this naive about school? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not on the blackboard. You're not going to be doing it. <laughs> exactly. You don't have yeah. little scheduled time to talk. Come on. No, you don't. <laughs> and Mr. Burke's like, well, no, because uh, we just find out all about each other as we're learning and so esther takes her seat and she's like sad that there's no talk time which there's no talk time the world's smallest world's smallest (laughs) violin esther (laughs) (laughs) anyway and then we go to the next scene which is yeah dale reading the story yeah dale's reading the story so apart from how roughly the morning started both girls days went good so they kind of gloss over everything that happened yeah um and then he's like, both had likes and dislikes about the environment um, for learning. And then Robin added up the Langford's electric, <laughs> electric bills and made a list of how they could lower them in the coming years. Yeah, we should talk about this. No oh, math curriculum. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, Dale, Dale was like, Robin found herself adding up the Langford's electric bills and making a list <laughs> of how they could lower them in the coming years. And that's very impressive. Yeah. Also, (laughs) I guess. Okay, I can I can excuse this one because it's in the 80s. There's no such thing as a homeschool math curriculum. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that there's also no such thing as like homeschool boards or whatever, you know? Yeah. So, well, yeah, there's if you want to homeschool, you have to kind of make the curriculum yourself or so. Okay, whatever. It's the 80s. Homeschooling in the 80s is different. True. What do you think about that? I I don't know. It's like I, it's still funny to listen to. As it is a twenty twenty kid, but it's everything's just so laughable. 
about like yeah and cryable about a lot of the things in this episode the thing is if some of the points in the if if this episode was less cringe i would be harping more on that but there's mm-hmm. more there's worse things to pick the episode apart with so it's true yeah so then um pretty much th- so they he talks about how robin did that and then he's like but it was the afternoon that made the day specials for both of them and then we cycle back to um both of the kids um uh, i think this is a robin cycling. this is this is robin robin oh no this is esther no, this is esther this yeah. is esther at odyssey elementary I so, think every other scene is with a different girl, but the, yeah, I think you, that's... You're doing, yeah, you're doing the fire depot, I think. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, we go to the big assembly, and Esther's like, whoa, this is so cool, it's an assembly. And Martha's <laughs> like, yeah, everyone likes them. And she's like, because they're so interesting? She's like, no, because you get out of class, duh. And <laughs> of course. So, so the guy starts, and Martha's like, oh, I hope this guy isn't boring. So then the guy comes, he's like, hello, boys and girls, I'm Mr. Bryant, and I'm the music director for the school district. What? A school <laughs> district has... What? <laughs> Is this an American thing? A school, I don't know. A music director for a school district? What? <laughs> and it's... Yeah, he, it's this whole assembly seems very chaotic and disorganized. Mm-hmm. But anyway... He's like, I'm going to be introducing you all to the world of orchestral music. And so he plays them all a selection of orchestral instruments and tells everyone that he's going to be putting together a small orchestra, which extremely bad idea. <laughs> yeah. So Astrid's I like, guess it's, it's a, it is a common thing to see in movies, though. Yeah. Like, uh, here comes the boom as um, an orchestra teacher and... Uh, I guess School of Rock did too. Like okay. it's in a lot of um, '80s movies well, and I, like stuff. I, I could get it if it was like music class or something, right? Yeah. But this is just like an assembly, like a one time off, learning how to play all these instruments. Mm-hmm. The thing is, all these orchestral instruments take years of learning. Like the fact that you know, like play a scale on it. Go. Oh my Play goodness. me something beautiful. The scale is... Well, I'll cover that in a bit, yeah. but anyway, it just seems really weird and that there's an assembly that like is just focusing on orchestral music and mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems like a plot point for Esther to be like, wow, this is amazing and all that. Yeah. So anyway, Esther's like loves all the instruments that Mr. Bryant plays and... A little bit too much. <laughs> a little bit too much. And Martha's like, oh brother she's like esther is like i want to play all of them <laughs> so then it, i want to play that and i want to play like, that one and that one and that one. <laughs> no she's she's like i want to play that and then um the other girl who's with her I, martha she's like what which one she's like all of them, all of them. <laughs> doesn't everyone want to learn every instrument <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so mr bryant's whose name is daniel he he's in a few other episodes i think but mm-hmm. we don't find out his first name in this one. But anyway, Bryant plays the bass instruments. After he does plays the bass instruments, he plays the trumpets. And the song that he plays transitions into the transitioning music for the next scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, then it's the Odyssey Fire Department. Yeah. So, so this scene starts off with Robin and Mrs. Uh, Langford. They're touring the fire depot. Um, depot. And this uh, is a homes. This is like a homeschool field trip, I suppose. 
Yeah, but it's like on the one day that she's there, they'd be doing this, which is kind of strange. Well, maybe Mrs. Guess, M- Mrs. Langford might have planned it out that way. Like, let's maybe because it was her. And I th- but yeah. the thing is, we, we have a family friend who is a... He used to be a fireman. He's, I think he's now a volunteer firefighter or something. But, I mean, mm-hmm. he gave us a tour of his fire stationing in the big city. I yeah, I got a tour of that, too. Yeah. And, I mean, it's cool. The thing is, I was not allowed to slide down the pole because insurance reasons, which I was yeah. so disappointed when I was younger. Same with me. But I wasn't I, allowed to either. Again, it's the 80s. Insurance is a thing of the future. Well, no, I mean, insurance for, for <laughs> things like that is a thing of the future. Yeah. Because yeah. you live and you learn about you lots of different things. Yeah. Nowadays, yeah, no. Because <laughs> you wouldn't want a kid trying to slide down the pole and then falling and, like, landing on their back and breaking yeah. it kind of thing. Well, Mrs. Langford sounds like she almost broke something. <laughs> she goes, <laughs> it's true. Anyway. It is true. Um, um, yeah. So that's homeschool field trip. That's our little talk about homeschool field trips. <laughs> yeah. And, like... I, I've taken lots of homeschool field trips, more when I was younger, because mm-hmm. I've been to a lot of the main kind of things that happen. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Like, I went to uh, a courtroom, and we saw all the stuff that happens there, witnessed a whole bunch of cases and stuff. Like, I guess it'd be kind of the same thing here. Uh, like, I, I never went to the court. That would be cool. It was cool. Huh. Um but, like, going to the fire um, station, it's something, I guess, that's pretty common to yeah. do as a, like, field trip. Because, at least for homeschoolers. Because I know I went there with uh, my, like, school board. But, oh, yeah. yeah. We just had a family friend who agreed to give us a tour, which is pretty nice of him. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, anyway. So, so Robin sees the pool. And the fire chief's like, oh, yeah, go ahead. That's fine right now. Wait a couple yeah. years, and then it won't no be. No insurance <laughs> that's reasons. fine right now. <laughs> if you die, that's your fault. <laughs> yep. We're not liable um, for it, but we're not going to stop you. All right. So basically, oh, yeah. Robin sees the pole, and the fire chief's like, okay, you can go down. That's all cool. <laughs> for that's <now>. all cool. <laughs> <laughs> but then... Um, Mrs. Langford's like, Mm-mm, I'm not going. Like, you can't make me. And then he's just like, yo, <laughs> shoves her. And then she goes, you're going down. <laughs> I wish we had a sound effect. Just <laughs> shove. <laughs> and then oh, I'll, I'll put the sound effect in. She's like, <laughs> which is so she, go, she goes soaring. Uh, but then um, they hear like the emergency bell stuff. And Mrs. Gillicuddy's cat's up the tree again, which is an emergency. Which, obviously. Wow. The fu- like they, they drive the. First of all, they have a four-seater fire engine, which must be mm-hmm. really old. And then also, they, like, go all the way to... Who knows how far they have to go to go get this yeah. cat. Also, I really want to hear the 911 call. <laughs> Hello, my cat's up the tree. Can you send the firefighters? And this Thank is not you. the first time either that they've like, helped with this. Which, I guess, yeah. it being Odyssey, it seems, it's okay that it's, like, something so small. If your cat's... If your cat's up the tree, don't call no, the firefighters. No, like, because they have much better things to do. They're firefighters, not cat rescuers. Like, yeah. What if they had like a house explosion while they were on the other exactly. side of town? While they were getting the cat up like, the tree. Well, what? Like they'd be like, "Sorry, we're busy helping someone get their cat. We can't help." Like with the house that's like on fire and like kind of like yeah. a Wooten situation. If like Wooten's house is on fire and they're just like, "Nope, sorry, we're helping a cat." Like. Mrs. McGillicuddy's cat needs attention. Yeah, you're less important than the cat right now. Uh-huh. Exactly. And, like, the cat's not in danger yeah. or anything. Like, the neighbor could, like, Mrs. Gillicuddy could go grab her neighbor and be like, hey, can you help me get this cat down kind of thing? But, like, 
Yeah. Calling up the fire department is so irresponsible. It seems quite irresponsible. But anyway. A work of Odyssey. No, it's it's Odyssey's tax dollars going to work. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the chief's Uh, like, you guys can come along. It's fine. If it wasn't something like this big, um, if it was something bigger than this, then you couldn't come along. But like, it's just helping a cat. So then he brings them along. Right. And they go driving off to go rescue the cat. And then we switch to a new scene. Right. So this new scene is probably the cringiest scene in the whole episode, honestly. It, it's a real uh, gem. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's, oh my goodness. Okay, so Esther's at the assembly, and there are all instruments being played, like, really randomly. Like, you know how, like, when there's this kids that are like, hey, what does this do? It legit sounds like every band practice I've ever been to. Yeah, it's... You know, Pretty good sound design. <laughs> it really sounds legit. It's true. But it does. Uh, so anyway, Mr. Miss. So Esther goes to Mr. Bryant and introduces herself. She's like, "I'm Esther Linkford," and oh no, he's like, "Hello there. What's your name?" She's like, "I'm Esther Linkford," and he has the most robotic tone. He's like, "Are you interested in playing in the orchestra, Esther?" Like he just sounds so robotic. Mm-hmm. It's almost funny listening to yeah. it. Do you want to play in the orchestra, that Esther? It sounds like your Mac text-to-speech or something. Like, Yeah. <laughs> it's also funny. He's like, and what is your name? Like, I'll put clips of him talking yeah. into this because this is so mm-hmm. dumb. But it's like, it really sounds robotic. And then he starts to sound more like a human. He's like, and which instrument did you like the best? She's like, all of them. <laughs> Everyone wants to play all of them. And he's like, oh, a girl after my own heart, which is kind of creepy, but whatever. And Esther, and he's like, well, we'll set you up on the violin, which presumably Esther has never played the violin before. I guess. Yeah. And so, and, but anyway, she, she sits down. So Brian goes up in his like orchestra pit and he's like, quiet, quiet. And he makes a weird noise with his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then the kids are quiet. Yeah. And so he's like, I showed you all how to play a scale, which he didn't. But he's like, and now it's time for you to play it. So, yeah, he didn't show Esther at least. I guess he just assumes that she wants to play all the instruments. She knows how to play a scale. This also seems like the worst way how to learn an instrument. Go ahead. Like, Like everyone plays a scale. Like, that's... And also, it's it's, it's a weird one-off thing. Like, okay, think about this. The school, they've canceled all their afternoon activities. The music director for, like, the school district is coming out. Mm Mm-hmm. He has all these orchestra instruments. They play a scale. Presumably, then the assembly's done, and that's yeah. it. Like what? It's, it's very <laughs> what? unrealistic, but whatever. It is. It, oh, it's this whole scene is super unrealistic. I and honestly cringy. don't know how. Is it? It's Paul, right? Who wrote this one? It's, Phil. No, it's Phil yeah. Waller. I don't know how Phil managed to get both homeschoolers and like public schoolers so wrong. But yeah, Phil Oller got both of them wrong. I guess he understands that he did, so it, it's all right to like diss him for He's this. He's done his penance. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna. Yeah, we're not gonna no. be mean to him. But like, yeah, it's sad so, that um, the way that they were represented for this, and like, I guess it's just like I don't know. It's yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. that's kind of this whole episode. Yeah. It's just yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, so he shows them how to play a scale, 
and they all go. He's like, and a one, and a two, and a, and then <sighs> the worst scale <laughs> comes on. It's two octaves, starts to F to F to F, mm-hmm. and every key is out of pitch. They miss the flats, which drives me nuts as a musical yeah. nerd. And it just goes on and on mm-hmm. forever. Like, why does this have to be included in the episode? Also, like, what the heck was he thinking for, like, like teaching the kids scales on the first day of them learning an instrument? I didn't learn scales for, like, so long. That they will never play again, orchestra Especially for guitar. I didn't learn scales for guitar. For piano, that was one of the first things that I learned. But for guitar, it, yeah. like, probably I wait, I didn't learn them for two years. And then he's like, scales first day, let's go. This will totally sound great. And yeah. he's a music teacher, like a director. And for some reason, uh-huh. this doesn't bother him. He's like, ah, be music to my ears. So... <laughs> Big thumbs up. Oh, the whole time the, the horrible scale is being played, he's like, yes, I love it. Maybe he's uh-huh. evil. Keep going. He's like, yes. It's like, uh, yes. Oh. <laughs> and it's so bad that the last note of the scale, which is a high F, it transitions to the siren of the fire <laughs> <Yes>. truck. <laughs> That's so bad the scale is. <laughs> it's messed up with a fire mm-hmm. truck. <laughs> yeah. So then we go to Mrs. McKillicuddy's home, which, what a yeah. name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's up to so, you. So, uh, anyway, so Gertrude's up the tree. It's Of course it's Gertrude. Um, I feel like they mentioned the name Gertrude in another episode, but... Mm, Gertrude's up the tree again. <laughs> it sounds familiar. The fireman's like, get the ladders. We're gonna, we're gonna go save this cat. But there's one problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> Harry's allergic to cats. <laughs> what the heck? Why bring Harry along? Why didn't yeah. Harry say something like, oh, by the way, I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> and this has happened. This has happened like more than once. And somehow time. they still don't know so- that he's allergic <laughs> to cats. So then. And so Apparently. then he spends like 10 seconds describing his allergies, which is like, okay. Like, uh-huh. It's also we, pretty Nobody cringy. cares, but <laughs> whatever. Um, so yeah. then Harry's like, I'm out. And the firemen are like, oh, yeah. what are we going to do? Sick. <laughs> which, this is yeah, so no. dumb. <laughs> this whole thing They're is so dumb. They're like, oh, man, we got to go back. <laughs> Harry's allergic to cats. Like, why doesn't the, one of the yeah. other ones climb up for the cat? Why doesn't the fire yeah. chief just get the well, cat? Apparently, because Harry is but, allergic to cats, they're all allergic to cats, and they can't do anything. Uh-huh. Well, and Harry's like, what are we going to do? <laughs> it sounds like yeah, such no. an idiot. And then they're what all just like, do? oh, no, we're foiled. And then Robin's oh, like, no. oh, I'm good. I, I'm not allergic to cats. I can go up there and grab it. Um, which, honestly, why didn't Mill- yeah. McGillaguddy go get her cat? <laughs> Yeah, and also, also no, no. insurance. <laughs> if you die, it's on your hands. Um, but so no. then she's like, "I'll go get the cat," and they're like, "Okay." Um, so then she gets her gloves and climbs up. Don't ask me why you need gloves for that. Well, oh, no, because oh, Gertrude scratches. Yeah. Which another thing? Why don't you get me like Miss Gillicuddy? Like, there's so many. She's <laughs> like, it's your cat. Go grab it. But whatever. <laughs> She's so irresponsible. Yeah. So then, but there is no issues. Anyway. Robin got up there and grabbed Gertrude and comes back down. And Mrs. Gillicuddy is like, Mick Gillicuddy is like, oh, thank you. You got my cat. And so thank then you. she takes Gertrude in. 
So that you're a bad cat. Um, which honestly, <laughs> it's kind of her fault, but okay. Um, yeah. And if it hadn't been for Robin, that cat would still be up there. <laughs> That's yeah. what the fire chief says. Which, <laughs> no. No. This is Whatever. Make, makes Robin feel good about yeah. herself. <clears throat> what about Mrs. Yeah, Langford? She could have done it too. But then yeah. Harry makes a really weird sneeze. And the chief's yeah. like, Gizzo. what? Yeah, the sneeze is like, when I, fir- when I first heard it, I was like, what just happened there? But then the chief's like, gazooned it. I'm like, oh, it's a sneeze. Okay, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. And then we cycled back yeah, to Whitsend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is... Th- and so it, we go back, because originally Dale was like reading the article and we mm-hmm. were following along. But now Wit's reading the article, and he's like... That's a good article. <laughs> and so then <laughs> and so then Dale, Helen, and Robin, and Esther come in. And Wit's like, congratulations, everyone. And like, so the girls are like, oh, we liked it, but we don't want to switch schools. We both missed our original schools. And Wit's like, well, why don't we start a new tradition? The annual staying at your school for the time being chocolate soda tradition. <laughs> They're all like, yay, that sounds cool. (laughs) And then Lori, the Butterfingers girl, comes to Wit and Wit's like, oh, no, 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 don't do it. No, 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 no. And so Wit's like, okay, where did you spill your milkshake? She's like, I didn't spill my milkshake. Wit's like, I'm so sorry. She's like, I spilled my hot foot Sunday. Wit's like, oh, no. And then, yeah, they all end up laughing. And And the episode ends. So that's the episode. It's a cringy episode. It is. That's my beef with it. It's it's not about the homeschooling, which is funny because it's so outdated. Mm-hmm. The episode is just cringy. Every part of it really is just so bad. Every single part of it is so cringy. Oh my goodness. So anyway, then um, Chris is like, and so then Chris says the most infuriating part of the episode. This is the only time this episode where I actually kind of got angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's like, I'm glad Rowan and Esther got to see how the other half live, as Whit put it. I'm like, the other half live? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> We're like, what? It, it hurts. Whit never said that. It hurts to hear. Never said- it's like, okay, so I'm the other half. So there's public schoolers and then there's homeschoolers. And then private Second, schoolers do like, not exist. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Not in the 80s. <laughs> no. It's, oh. and so I was like, just be quiet now, Chris, honestly. Yeah. So Chris is like, it just goes to show that where you learn isn't as, po- as important as what you learn and who's teaching you. And as Christians, we have the best teacher of all, Jesus, which is like, okay, that's the episode really just forced into it. Yeah. The moral of the episode. Yeah. Like, it's like <laughs> not really a proper moral at all. It's that we but all have the whatever. same teacher. <laughs> Jesus. No matter what which, school we go to, Sunday really? school answer. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's bad. I don't like this. It's bad. Uh, Anyway, do you have the discussion questions pulled up? Because there are actually discussion questions. I I don't have them pulled up. Um, So the first question is, what does the grass is always greener on the other side mean? Which, uh, (laughs) it means, well, Robin and Esther weren't like that. They just were like. This is cool. I want to try something new. Yeah, they weren't like, 
homeschooling so much better. I want to try it. Like, yeah. that is really, like, I guess it was for Robin because she was like, but I Esther is just like, I want, but Esther is just like, I want to see how kids live in like a public school. Yeah, Esther was basically just live. curious about the other side. She wasn't like, because the grass is always greener on the other side basically means like people always want what they can't have. But like, which right. I guess they did a good job in the BTV episode for that. Um, mm, but yeah. for this episode, it it's not applicable. Like, no, it it really is. Both isn't. of them had wanted really badly what the other person had, and really hated what each um, like of themselves had. Then that would make sense, but mm-hmm. no. And then the yeah. second question. <laughs> it's what, what were you gonna say? Oh no! Keep going. Oh, second so, question. The second question is: Why is it important to learn from others? <laughs> Wait, is that the question? That is. <laughs> why is it important to learn from others? Because they know stuff that you don't. Uh, that's yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Basic what? knowledge. What? Okay. Because you can't learn it? anything if you only know what you only know. Like if you only know what you know, you'll never learn anything that other people know. Which. Yeah. That's basically is that every like single Robin thing you Le- know. Wait, is that like Robin learning from Mrs. Langford? I guess, and Maybe. like, and I don't know, Esther learning, learning from Mr. Burke and Mr. Bryant, or them learning from different places. But like, yeah, I don't know. It's a weak. It's, it's a weak question. Yeah, it is a weak question. <laughs> yeah. And then the last question is: What are some of the advantages and disadvantages of homeschooling or public schools? Which Wait, they act okay. This is this that's a weird discussion question because this episode was made in the eighties where homeschooling was like brand new and so kids had literally no experience with homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Well, some kids, yeah. So either a kid's gonna know all about it or they're not. Exactly. But, yeah. Um. But advantage of homeschooling: you stay home. You have like, I mean, public schooling in the eighties was f- fine. I know people who public school, but. I'm going to, mm-hmm. at least in Alberta, public schooling has really gone downhill. It has. A lot of the, so. Even the Christian private schools have gone downhill. Yeah, because I've also, I've also had experience with Christian private schools and I really don't recommend them, but. Quick, quick beef with those is, so a lot of Christian high school, not high schools, like Christian private schools, they just like, they call themselves Christian high schools, but honestly, a lot of the time they're worse. Yeah. Um. Just because they have Christian in the name, which but, yeah. gives pressure to all the kids who go there to act like Christians, but then they all resent the fact that they're supposed to act like Christians, so they end up acting worse kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's true. I also find lots of the kids just don't care, and because yeah. the school needs money, they'll accept literally anyone, and so lots mm-hmm. of kids are just jerks and not nice. Well, the school that my sister and my brother went to um, when they were younger, I went, they to, I, went, I went to that one too. Yeah, and it's just the school that kind of like fosters bullies. Yeah, and like honestly, it's I feel like probably public and uh, homeschools are are honestly better in that that way. That's true. Yeah, I, I feel, but it just depends. Yes, yeah, it, it it depends on the school. On the school. I've heard some yeah. some Christian sc- private schools are much better than that one, but mm-hmm. yeah, the private schools not brought up at all in this episode. Yeah. It's also important to note that the Langfords were completely dropped because everyone hated them. But uh, we got 
like quite a few years later, Odyssey actually had another homeschooling family, which was the Shepherds. And in my opinion, mm-hmm. they are a much more realistic homeschool family. I still don't like them, but they're better. They're uh, better I like represented. Them. I, I like them. I like. I, I like Shepherd them, but best. I find Aubrey kind of irritating. Well, yeah, <laughs> especially in the half episodes. Yeah, but, yeah, she's okay. So yeah, she's she's all right, I guess. So, yeah, she's all right. But anyway, uh, and what are the disadvantages? I guess well, we didn't discuss the advantages very much. Well, uh, learning from home, like having, mm-hmm. like not having like bad ideologies taught to you. Yeah, that's kind of the main reason why my mom homeschools me is because she wants, um, like, she wants a good Christian worldview kind of thing. Right. Um, whereas if she went sent me to a public school, um, there's so much more about evolution and just so many things that contradict um, the, like, any Christian worldview kind of thing. Definitely. Which I'm not going to get into all those things because yeah. I don't want a whole bunch of haters in the comments being like, your podcast sucks. But like, well, we don't have the just... time for it either. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's just so many things that are better about homeschooling and so many. There... Well, there are also things so, better about pub, like school, regular school. Too. Yeah. Well, like one of the things that I've always been sad about from being homeschooled is like, I don't actually get to hang out with friends every day kind of thing. Right. But um, like you kind of are more solo and everything, which is a good thing to some degree because um, your schooling is like catered towards what you are interested in and right. um, the kind of learner you are. But for um, it's just like you're missing that one thing, but you gain a whole bunch of things. Same with like public schools is you don't get everything is such a wide demographic of stuff that you learn mm-hmm. that. It's I, I agree easier with to that, be applicable and I think that to that you. is the point that this episode is trying to make. So, anyway, with that all out of yeah. the way, um, I don't think there's anything else that we need to talk about. No. So we will be back next time talking about episode 11, Addictions Can Be Habit Forming. Bye, guys. Yeah, bye.